Welcome back to the Wild Thoughts Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kat. I'm your co-host, Afi. And today we have a very special guest. We have Alex Villion here with us. Woo! Very excited. Happy to have you here. Yes, Thanks well. so much. Thanks we're for so having excited. me. Of, of course. course. So we're going to be discussing mental health and with more of a focus on anxiety. And just want to say we're not mental health professionals, so take everything we say with a grain of salt. Um, we're just sharing our experience and we thought it'd be fun to just raise awareness talk and talk it. about yeah. it. So, yeah. So, before we get into it, we're going to ask Alex some hot seat mm-hmm. questions. She can loosen up and we learn a bit about her. Exactly. Don't worry. They're not, <laughs> they're not too crazy, so. <laughs> they're fun. Okay, so first one. What's one place on your travel bucket list that you're dying to go to? Oh my god, there's too many. Um, I'm going to say two. The first one is Peru. I really want to see the Machu Picchu. Ooh, That's nice. been like a yeah, dream of mine yes. forever. And yeah. also like that oasis in Ica. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there. And then also Kyoto, Japan. I really want to go eat sushi in Kyoto one day. My brother's obsessed with Japan. And the matcha. Okay, never mind. No, no matcha for no, no matcha for me. We'll get into that after. <laughs> <Exactly>. But <laughs> yeah, Like the best matcha is made in Kyoto. Like where they grow the, the, the leaves? leaves. Yeah, it's there. Like the best oh. ones. Yeah, apparently. When I listen to Masha, that's what they say. Maybe I would risk it for the biscuit if I'm in the place where, yeah. A one-time thing. Why you don't like Masha? We'll get into it after. It's it's in, yeah. (laughs) I heard good things about Japan and Peru, so. I just want to go to Japan when I have, like, more money because, like, it's, I want to, I want to live it up. I want to be a bougie bitch when I go. Yeah, Yeah, no. You need to. Yeah. 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 Okay, this is a good segue because the next question is, what's your go-to drink? Uh, like, like. Beverage, like, alcoholic or, like, non-alcoholic? Whatever you want. You can do both. Yeah, if you want. Um, Well, I drink a lot of margaritas these days. I I got in a... Did you order one? Was it a margarita? Yeah, the other time. No, no, no. It's like, I've been on a margarita kick for, like, two years. Since COVID, like, I started doing, like, margarita Fridays when I was... Back when I was still living at my parents' house. Like, they have a pool, so I'd just, like, make a margarita and, like, chill by the pool on a Friday Uh, night. And now it's just become, like, every time I go out, I'm, like, having a margarita. And now I'm kind of picky with my margaritas. I'm like a margarita snob now. Like, oh, <laughs> like no, no. oh yeah, I read them. Like, I'll have one. And I'm like, mm, this is a margarita. This margarita. is a sugar rim. I'm, nah, <laughs> like it needs to be salted rim. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. She nice. knows. She knows. Oh, yes. And it's like always. I like it shaken in an old fashioned glass. Whoa, that's fancy. fancy. Maybe a slushy. I'm gonna be like, what's this? What? <laughs> okay. Damn. That's so okay. fun. I've been into lychee martinis actually. Ooh. That's been my go-to recently. Okay. I've only had one of those like once in my life, but I'm definitely They're open to trying good. that again. They're like not too sweet you still get a bit of that like sourness it's good, it's good. They, lychee is pretty. an interesting taste yeah i love lychee so good yeah yeah okay okay last question this is an interesting one if you could have dinner with any public figure dead or alive who would it be <laughs> i feel like everyone has a really good answer to this and like i don't it's okay Every but like answer is acceptable i'm obsessed with like Abba, okay. Our friends. <laughs> They'd okay. want them to serenade me. Like, is that <laughs> bad? No, that's iconic. I would love that. I think oh my yeah, god, a lot of our friends do, and like Mama Mia's like everyone's Abba. number one movie. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's so good. That's oh. totally cool. What do you mean? I mean yeah. just like, you know, Abba has been around for a long time. Yeah. They probably have a lot of life experience to oh, talk about exactly. too, and they've lived through shit, and yeah. you know, like. Some behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff, too. The drama. Yeah. The drama. Yeah. The drama, for sure. Yeah. The drama. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And how so they fun. feel about the adap- like the adapt- adaptation yeah. of, like, Into Mamma Mia. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's both... The, it's, it's the women that passed away. I think both of the guys are still alive. Because they were in... They had... Uh, what's it called? Appearances in the second oh. movie. Oh. I feel like, is one of the women still around? Or is it, like... One we guy. Need to, we need to know this as like super re- fans. Like yeah. we need to do this research. Y'all need to do our <laughs> homework, okay? Oh my gosh. Okay, amazing. That was super fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for answering. No problem. <laughs> um, so now we're gonna dive into the main topic Question of a the little week. more. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Question of the... I always forget something, of course. <laughs> So this week's question was, do you struggle with anxiety? So 92% of people said yes, uh, 0% said sometimes, and then 8% said no. Interesting. So most people said yes. Okay. Okay. This is really going to benefit you guys. This is needed. Also interesting that there's no sometimes. Like, I know, it's interesting was, that it's, it's like black yes, or white, sir. Yeah, not like a very gray area. It's true. I thought Which, like some people like would have said Like I something. didn't answer, but I would have said sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah. yeah. It's true, right? Because I feel like that would be the perfect... Like yeah, in between, like if yeah. you 
You don't know if, if you're unsure. Very... Yeah. Okay. I think we should get into it then. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, just an opener for the questions and the episode. So, why did you decide to be so open on social media about your mental health journey? So when you talk about that, I'm assuming you're talking about the little stories yes, that I made. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really because I originally, when I was dealing with anxiety at first and started, you know, realizing there was something wrong mm-hmm. and went to the doctor and all this, and we'll get into that later. But I realized that like, I had no experience of someone else to go mm-hmm. off of. I really thought I was completely alone. No one knew what the heck yeah. I was going through. Yeah. And unfortunately in today's society you do feel a certain shame towards Mm it because you feel like you can't take on enough or like you're being overwhelmed too easily and like you should be able to be a boss ass bitch do everything and you know it's like all of a sudden you're weak and like you feel very like vulnerable yeah Yeah. exactly so I think that's why when you know I asked a little story asking like have other people dealt with anxiety because I think I was asking about like caffeine free drinks or something and then like people were asking me why like and Anyway, so then I asked a little question like that and I saw that so many people said yes. And of those people, I'm kind of like looking through and I'm like, holy shit, the people that I look up to like a lot and that I thought had all their shit together are all in this list saying yes. And like people that like you would be really surprised by too. But in the sense that it's just like, what? Like how are all these, you know? So I I was just like, okay, why are we all in our own little corners dealing with this, not talking openly about it? And like, I know I would feel better. Like I already did feel better. Not, not that I wish this on anyone, not even my worst enemy, but I was like, okay, like, like I'm not the only one here, like dealing with this. So I think that's why I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to fall into this negative stigma. I want to be able to talk about it. And hopefully if I can make one small change of like helping someone not feel alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. And if I can help in any way, shape or form contribute to like opening the conversation even better because you know, too many of us are just kind of suffering in silence with that and not talking about it. Yeah, exactly. I think you see like, um, how do I say it? Not like a a lot. You see awareness about anxiety, but like you said, it was people that you really looked up to, like the really successful people or they post the highlights. So you don't Mm -hmm. really see them because they're keeping up with their image too. So you don't see them like being vulnerable, talking about anxiety because it'll also um, ruin, not ruin, but throw them off track of their like typical image. So it's nice to see people that you thought had it all figured out too. So Mm -hmm. it does make a big difference for sure. Yeah, okay, 100%. Cool. We love that. And we love that you're open with it. Because I think it, it helps me too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love seeing... I follow a, a lot of influencers that actually post more real stuff. Yeah. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. even post when they're crying. And I find it so comforting like yeah. i know like it's, it's sad they're to going see them. through a moment but yeah it's, nice it's sad to, to see it yeah. but at least i know that like okay if this happens to me it's okay yeah, yeah and like like you like we said it's not like we would wish this on our worst exactly. enemy because mm-hmm. it, it is something awful to deal yeah. with but it just really is comforting when you don't see the highlight reel 24 yeah. yeah. 7 because instagram exactly. linkedin it can be very toxic <laughs> you know like yeah. we're talking like, instagram but like linkedin can be toxic as hell yeah. no one talks about burnout but like everyone's yeah. dealing with it yeah, you know exactly. so it's just like to, to constantly just see all these people succeeding nonstop, nah, 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 and you're just kind of like okay but do you guys ever like have a moment yeah like it seems like you yeah. don't like exactly. like i have moments yeah, do you? Exactly. Like, you know so this is why i don't go on linkedin <laughs> <laughs> like i have not i get notification i'm like nope yeah not i'm on, such but... a business bro it's like part of my socials routine at this point i'm like phone. who am i like it's like yeah. midnight going to sleep i do my instagram <laughs> then i'm like linkedin <laughs> and some notifications oh my, my son my sister sees me on like a sunday i'm like opening linkedin she's like it's Sunday, dude. I'm like, you're not the grind never stops. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, cancel LinkedIn so 2022. <laughs> um, okay, amazing. So the first main question was, what does mental health mean to you? I think to me, mental health means having balance in your life and just mm. being able to. I mean, the best, the highest state of mental health, in my opinion, would be being at peace. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're someone who's ever dealt with anxiety, specifically depression as well, I think mental health to me would mean having balance in your life Mm -hmm. overall. And really, essentially, one day being able to just feel at peace. And, you know, that way you can focus on the other things in your life and stuff and keep that balance throughout. Because I think when you feel grounded, Mm -hmm. you're able to kind of have that mental health of like feeling well and being able to really focus on the other aspects in your life without constantly worrying about like yeah no that makes sense well if like you've you've had anxiety you know that like 
anxiety is literally just like overthinking and like being like I have anxiety right now yeah. <laughs> like you know like and yeah it's shutting that off yeah that's mental health for yeah. me yeah. being okay. able to catch yourself once you start thinking that way and reverse it yeah, yeah. exactly okay cool mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Amazing. So the next question too was basically, do you think mental health is more important than physical health? So that's a really hard question to answer because I think they genuinely go hand in hand. Unfortunately, we live in a society which there is no stigma around physical health or little to none, right? There is for things like, you know, periods, endometriosis, stuff like that, or, you know, like maybe like diabetes and stuff. People don't talk about some illnesses Mm -hmm. as much as others, but physical illness, you can talk openly about it with anyone and no one's going to think you're weak. They're going to say like, oh, that sucks, right? But mental health, you can't just like talk about it with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think because of the society we live in, I think people often will prioritize physical health. Mm -hmm. But I'm a big believer in if you don't have the physical health, so let's say you have an awful disease that you've Mm -hmm. been diagnosed with, it will probably take a toll on your mental health and you might you know, deal with anxiety or depression about how your life's going to be with this disease. But on the flip side of things, oh, and also like, let's say you have a broken leg or you lost a limb, like, or, you know, like horrible things like that. Of course, it's going to have an impact on your mental health. But on the flip side, if you deal with anxiety, with depression, you might find yourself to have really bad eating habits and, you know, not take care of yourself as much, not go for walks and Mm -hmm. not, you know, not actually do physical activity because you're scared of your heart rate and having a heart attack and like, you know, things like that, that can really make a significant impact on your physical health. So I think they go hand in hand. There's not one more important than the other because to be healthy overall, you need to have a balance. Yeah, exactly. I I agree. Yeah, same. And actually, I know someone that actually was waiting for a transplant and they wouldn't put you on the transplant list unless you were physically, uh, not physically, mentally strong enough to handle it. Yeah. Because it takes a toll on your body and you yeah. have to be ready to like build back up again because exactly. it's like, it's going to yeah. really impact you, right? So like the nurses and the doctors both said they're not going on the list unless mentally they're you're ready strong. for it. Exactly. And if you're yeah. dealing with mental health issues, mm-hmm. then it's hard to like be stable and like Mm -hmm. okay and strong enough to go through that and i think also if you're dealing with something that is like a physical issue i think people don't often ask enough about your mental health in that situation right because like i said it's probably going to take a huge toll on it so it's good that in those cases they're evaluating that because i think that's not always the case you know and i think like publicly like people don't understand mental health fully because it's not spoken about like we're saying now so that's probably why like we don't put focus on it because we don't fully understand it yeah exactly there's more awareness awareness now but i think there's still like little gaps yeah and it's so broad like mental health yeah and i think there's also a big difference in the conversations that our generation is having versus maybe not conversations because i don't think the older generations are having conversations (laughs) but i mean what they know about mental health Mm -hmm. is really an extreme yeah. like a huge extreme if they think depression they think someone on the bnite yeah, yeah, is sucking the system and if they think like if they think mental illness they think a psych ward and like mm-hmm. an institution and yes. like 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 multiple personality disorder and like yeah. like extremes of it like in horror movies exactly. you know whereas yeah. when we have conversations about mental health we talk about anxiety depression we don't always talk about schizophrenia yeah, and yeah, other things exactly. like that are more intense yeah. which are very much a very real problem mm-hmm, for a right. lot of people uh so i think there's just like a, a lot of more like more conversations to be had with a lot of different spheres and kind of bring yes, that together exactly yeah. and the issue with that is that when they're talking about these like big drastic like extreme uh, mental health issues it's like invalidating the the smaller ones i feel like so because you're not taking them into consideration oh like no that's not a big deal like you're mm-hmm. not crazy or you're not, yeah like yeah. i think i don't know i i can maybe just speak for myself like our parents generation mm-hmm. it's like trust get me. over we it just yeah. we were talking that. about this in the car so <laughs> get over it like yeah. you know okay take a minute yeah and calm down, down. <laughs> right yeah. like triggers yeah, yeah. yeah. so like <laughs> more conversation could be had there (laughs) and that's also like environmental how you grow up so there's so many things but definitely more effort is needed on that part um okay amazing uh next question so what is your experience with mental health like what was your process how did everything kind of go down oh the joys (laughs) (laughs) such a great tipping point in my life (laughs) so basically up until i would say 2018 2019 Mm -hmm. um basically the year the year that i started jmma Mm -hmm. that summer that's how we Um, met yeah (laughs) (laughs) so basically up until like that part in my life i was 
honestly, I look back and like, I was chilling. Like, I yeah. mean, I didn't have any real mental health problems. Mm -hmm. I, I was a human like anyone else. I yeah. had ups and downs in high school. Everything yeah. felt like the end of the world. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, I'm not saying I didn't have downs, but I was just very overall, it was stable. Mm -hmm. And like, if I felt stress, you know, I, I, I knew I was stressed and like I found a way to deal with it. Yeah. And then I got through it and it was just like midterm season and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. It was very true. like the norm yeah. and again it was stress not anxiety it was like periods yeah. of stress that I had to deal with and whatnot um and then what happened was in like I want to say March 2019 mm -hmm. I started having episodes where I didn't realize at the time mm -hmm. but it was panic attacks mm -hmm. and like I I remember at some point like I was living at my parents house at this point and I called Jill actually mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. telling her like I can't study for a COM220 exam. Yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah, like... COM220 sucks. COM220 sucks. So sucks. <laughs> don't do COM220. Trigger my mental illness. Just get your degree and skip COM220. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also COM305 triggered me as well. Oh. But... Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but so I, like, I was trying to study for like a big exam we had and I had like 24 hours to study all of yeah. it. Um, and I remember calling her and be like, I don't think... Like, I can't study right now. Like, I'm not... I, like, something's wrong. Yeah. And I thought... I was having a heart attack, like yeah. straight up. Yeah. Like I've never yeah. had anxiety or anything like that. Yeah. I was sure it was a heart attack. Yeah. And it was actually because like I had a migraine. My mom gave me an Excedrin pill, which like had caffeine in it. I didn't oh. know at the time. And I was like, everything was spinning. My heart was beating so fast that I was like, I'm literally having a heart attack. Yeah. And like, like I got nauseous and stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, you start Googling. Mm -hmm. I'm Googling the symptoms and it says like, it could be a stroke. And I'm like, eh. then my, my mom's like, calm down. And like, okay, no shade of my mom. She understands now what I'm dealing with. But like yeah. at the time she was like, you're fine. Like you're just stressed. And then yeah. she went out for dinner. And I remember like, I called them. And like, yeah. I'm at this point, I'm like 22 yeah. years old. Okay. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, you should come home. Like yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> literally, and like they didn't, but <laughs> which is like even worse. <laughs> Oh but um and then like I, I actually called 911 and like they told me that like it's a panic attack yeah. and I was like no like it's a heart attack they're like okay like just like lie down and like yeah. try meditating and had like deep breathing and yeah. whatever anyway I don't really know what happened with it I didn't die clearly yeah. I'm still here today so like well, I think I, I, I managed yeah. to like move over get over it and you know I had my exam the next day that was fun um That's but then fun. you know fast forward a few months um, and then what ended up happening was in the, that summer, I was, uh, this is after a period of like, I was a VP marketing of JMCC. And so I was finishing my mandate there and had a lot of work to do on that. I was doing case competitions yeah. that same period of time, like quite a few. Uh, and then I was interviewing everyone for JMMA and yeah. like starting that mandate, getting excited about all of that stuff as well. Do you want to explain what JMCC and JMMA are? Sorry. Just because I feel like not everyone knows where they're like acronyms yeah. and they're like, yeah. what is this? These are student associations. Yeah. So JMCC is John Molson Competition Committee where uh, we do academic case competitions. We, as if I'm still there. VP Marketing, like always a brand ambassador. Um, so basically they do uh, academic case competitions and it's the committee that takes care of recruiting recruiting all of the delegates mm -hmm. to go to these case competitions. And so on top of being the marketing person for that committee, I was also one of the delegates competing in a few competitions. Um, and then I was also being onboarded onto the John Molson Marketing Association as president, which was quite... Yeah. It was fun, but also like I had no background because I wasn't on JMA yeah. before, so mm -hmm. it was overwhelming as well, but yeah. still fun. With but all then, the drama we had. Yeah. <laughs> Fun time. There, there was no drama at that point though. Yeah, true. So true. it was it was good vibes. Yeah, it was good, good vibes, vibes good at vibes that point. Um, and then you throw in the fact that like I also started a new job, an internship oh. at Pratt and Whitney. Uh, which, which that's is great. a very stressful like, environment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it it was fun, but it was a very stressful yeah. environment for sure. Uh, and oh God. You were yeah, doing a I, I was doing a summer class. I was doing Calm Through Five in the summer. That was a very long detour to say that that summer, <laughs> basically after Calm Through Five, like every night I was driving into town for private tutoring to just try and get through this class oh. after work. Oh. Um, so you know, I finished my Calm Through Five exam and I'm like, oh, finally I can breathe. Yeah. And that was Canada Day weekend, so I had a long weekend too. Yeah, I was nice. like, nice. Yeah. Nope. My body finally. Like, I think I was just so nonstop, yeah. like the adrenaline, basically, it caught up with me and I had a four day long panic attack oh. and I was not well. I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. I was like shaking 
for four, like days. four days. That's a long ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was like one of the worst experiences of my life. Like genuinely, so it was no. Yeah. It's it, I am I'm okay now, yeah. but like In they the they also say like the first panic attacks you have are the worst because yeah. like you don't know what they are, yeah. and so they're so much scarier. And I was just like freaking out. And then of course me, I never take a sick day. So I go into work on Monday or like Tuesday or whatever. Oh my God. Um, and my supervisor was like, what's wrong? And I told her, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't feel well. And like, I think it's just like stress. Like my heart rate's really fast. And yeah. she was like, you're going to the clinic. Like you're yeah. not staying here today. And so I go to the clinic in Pratt and Whitney because yes, they have a whole oh, ass clinic. Oh, okay. That's very yeah. nice though. And like the nurse took my blood pressure and stuff and I thought, you know, I had like an arrhythmia or something, right? I'm like, yeah. it's not, I don't have a mental illness. Mm. Like I'm yeah. Alex, I do everything. I don't yeah. have a mental illness, yeah. you know? And then she told me, she's like, this is very much anxiety. Yeah. She, she couldn't diagnose me. She was a yeah. nurse. And yeah. she was like, I'm going to give you a relaxant, like one of those little pills that yeah. calm you down. And like, it really helped. Yeah. And that's when I, I remember I was just like lying in the bed going like, holy shit, like she's right. Yeah. So it was like very much a moment of like, okay, like I have to deal with this now. Yeah. Uh, on top of everything else I was dealing with, I just felt like it was like something else I had mm -hmm. to deal with now. And then my mom came to pick me up. We went to a doctor's, like one of my family doctors um, like gave us a slot yeah. that day. Yeah. And so I went to the doctor's office and don't love this doctor because he, he, he diagnosed me on the spot, but then he told me to stick my head in a bucket of cold water and I'd be fine. Why yeah, are these doctors? What? I love that. Yeah, that those are the worst mm -hmm. type of doctors. Exactly, but you know what? He diagnosed me and gave me a prescription yeah. for therapy. Okay. And that helped. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I tried you the cold therapy. water though. Yeah. <laughs> you tried Listen, it? Yeah. I tried the cold water. I think it didn't help. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, I know I see that on TikTok too. Like it. I think that's a short term, but maybe not for you. Like maybe if you like feel of... it start coming up and you're like, oh, let me go like jump in the yeah, pool. Like maybe. Like, but I'm like, if you're in like full on panic attack, panic attack, it's yeah, not exactly. going to help. Yeah. If you're just like stressed yeah. for a test, like maybe that'll help. But yeah. Maybe not full on anxiety. I don't know. Exactly. So, so yeah, it was just like my body stopped sending me signals. I think mm -hmm. before that okay. it stopped sending me singles, uh, signals of being stressed and like being able to take a step back. Cause I was doing everything. Reason. I had no limits. Like I was sleeping four or five hours a night cause I was at school till midnight every night, then yeah. driving home. And like, I, you know, I was doing so much, but I yeah. thought it was you fine. You pushed your body to your like limit. limit. And my body yeah. stopped telling me otherwise. Yeah. So I thought it was okay. And I thought I could do it. I was still getting yeah. good grades. I was still like, you yeah. know, and then my body like shut down and it was like, oh you're God. done. Yeah. But so <gasps> you're done. Yeah. So basically what happened was a burnout. Yeah. That then, yeah. That's what I was. That then triggered an anxiety disorder. Oh, so yeah. I do have a generalized anxiety disorder now. Okay. And the thing with anxiety is once you get it, you can't it like, doesn't get leave. rid of like it. You, yeah. There's no cure. You have to just cope and yeah. find coping strategies to deal oh with it. So, but I'm doing better today. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm Good. glad. Yes. Very happy that yes. you're doing better. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened. That does <laughs> suck. Um, okay. Now that we got to know like a that bit of your... Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It's, it's, I mean, it's normal. This. Like it is a, a yeah. big process and a lot of things happen. Thank you for sharing that, by the way, because it is very, it's like a, a very personal thing to share. Yeah. How do you know if you're experiencing anxiety? Like, does it, is it kind of similar or is it different to, for every person? I can't speak for everyone else. Yeah. I can speak for my experience. And like I said, it feels like you are dying, which okay. sounds very dramatic. But, and I'm very yeah. aware of that. Yeah. But like, you, you feel your symptoms in your body and you know something's yeah. wrong. Whereas stress, like, listen, I had, I did a lot before that yeah. year yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. And I've dealt with stress, stress. before. But it's kind of like, stress is kind of like a bit like adrenaline and it, yeah. it's different. Yeah. This is straight up like, like you want to crawl out of your skin Good. when you have okay. anxiety. It's a little like, personally, I can tell when I'm stressed versus when it becomes too much. Yeah. And it be like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. That's when my anxiety kicks in. Okay. And sometimes my anxiety can kick in from nothing. Like yeah. it can be from a sip of coffee. Okay. Right. Yeah, like yeah. my anxiety can kick in from so many things, mm -hmm. yeah. but stress isn't like that. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I think the way I can decipher it is kind of like if it's right before a big presentation, like this is stress, yeah. you know? But if it's like, like heart palpitations to the point where I'm checking my pulse all the yeah, time and I'm like, like physical, I'm like, am I okay? Yeah. Like that, that's anxiety because okay. that's when you're overthinking it now and it's yeah. gotten to the point where you can't get it out of your head. head yeah. Okay. Do you but, think it's more subconscious? Cause I feel like sometimes I get anxious, like there's nothing coming up and just like I wake up and I'm anxious the whole day. 
Like, is that just like your subconscious thinking about stuff and like you're just... I don't know. I think it could, it could be a bunch of different things. Like there's, I think everyone probably has different triggers of what makes you anxious. Like for some people, it could be talking about something that can bring back like PTSD for them or something. Right. Like, and then without realizing the next day, they're super anxious and they're like, why am I anxious? I didn't do anything crazy, but it's just because something triggered inside of, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think it can be something as simple as that. Or like for me, sometimes eating stinky cheese, there's like, it it triggers my anxiety. Like there's, you know, that's so stupid, but like, you know, different. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I I think one issue is just how a lot of people misuse the term anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that's frustrating, I think, Mm -hmm. to me, to a lot of other people as well. And similarly to a lot of people misusing the word depressed. Oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. You don't, like, you're you're not depressed. You have never had depression. Depression. Like, sorry. Like, you can be really sad and that's, like, you know. But don't, like, don't unvalidate people's experiences that, like, they are literally in a hole and yeah. not wanting to crawl exactly. out. It's yeah. different from you being sad today because you got a bad grade. Exactly. And I think that's right? also like, why some people don't want to express if they yeah. actually have it because it's so downplayed by other exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like it's happened true. often that I'm like, oh, like I, I can't like drink coffee because of my anxiety and people are like, yeah, like I know it gives me the jitters too. And I'm like, like bitch, you don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. Did you have a 4 panic attack? <laughs> 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 Talk to me then. <laughs> exactly. Please don't. Please don't have a 4 day panic attack. Yes. <laughs> um, also, like, we're not trying to laugh at people with no, anxiety. No, we're no, trying we're to just, keep it lighthearted. Exactly. Just we're, this is our coping mechanism <laughs> with anxiety. Well, Alex's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's actually perfect because I was going to ask, what is, the, if, what is the main difference between stress and anxiety? So you just answer that. Um, but do you also... So you do feel stress and anxiety. It's not like just like anxious all... Like you wouldn't skip through the emotion of stress and just feel anxious directly. It's tricky for me now because okay. I feel like I can't even remember what it was like to feel normal stress. Normal stress. Honestly. It's, like yeah, I, okay. I've, but. It's more overpowering the, I like the feeling of. It's know. also weird because like my life, my lifestyle has changed. It's, it's not what it was, right? This all happened and then like COVID and you know, yeah. so like, and now I'm a professional. So yeah. it's not like I'm dealing with the stress of exams often. Like, yes, I have a big of... like presentation and whatnot. And like that can be some stress, but yeah. It, I don't feel it the way I used to. So okay. it's hard for me to kind of say that because for me, sometimes it does automatically become anxiety. And yeah. it's like, I just use then my coping mechanisms yeah. to try and like calm it down, yeah. you know? So, okay. um, but I think, I, I don't know. I'm sure some people who have anxiety can still deal with actual stress. Right. But personally, I, I can't remember the last time I was like, just stressed. And yeah. it didn't turn into anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause like you said, it stays with you after mm-hmm. it starts. That makes sense. Okay. So moving on to the next question. Um, do you think being surrounded by healthy relationships can like positively impact a person's mental health? Like how does that play into all of that? And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even more being around toxic relationships mm-hmm. can severely impact your mental health. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it, people in your life play a huge role and you know, I, I think also like COVID to a certain extent probably like helped me with that because mm-hmm. you know certain friendships stick around certain don't I know mm-hmm. that the people that are in my life now yeah only contribute to, to my mental health and aren't like toxic energies around yeah. me and I'm not yeah. saying I had a bunch before but to a certain extent there are some people in your life that you don't always realize but they yeah. suck a lot of energy from yeah. you yeah. and be more subtle sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but then you know when you really do get to a point in your life where you've surrounded yourself with people that like don't make your anxiety go through the roof and mm-hmm. make you feel better mm-hmm. about yourself. And like, you know, you can hang out with it and be yourself and you yeah. can talk openly about these things. And like, that's kind of when, you know, you, you're in a better place because yeah. of those relationships for exactly. sure. Yeah. Um, and I can't even imagine someone who's in like an abusive household yeah. or like, you know, if you have like very controlling parents, like yeah. I, I'm so happy my anxiety came when I was older because like when I was younger, my parents were very strict. I don't know how yeah. I would have reacted to that. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I think sure. it definitely depends on, on everyone and on the situation you're in, but even more, if there's toxic people in your life and you are dealing with anxiety, like try to take a moment and like, you know, reflect on the relationships you have. And if there's anyone that you're like, oh, this person's like, yeah, I don't look forward to seeing yeah, this person yeah. or like, you know, this person drains my energy. Maybe consider cutting them yeah. off because like, this is not going to help. Though. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense for mm-hmm. sure. And you're surrounded by people like often. So you want people that are 
healthy yeah, for you and that yeah, yeah you're gonna be open with mm-hmm. and not feel judged because yeah and i think when you're younger it feels very scary to cut people off or for like sure. you know you're like oh no like uh, yeah. trauma yeah. but like <laughs> as you get older yeah. it's just kind of natural because yeah. a lot of people do kind of move on and do their own things mm-hmm. and stuff and you do have the luxury now when you aren't seeing people every day at school and like at, at like your little part-time jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that like when you get to choose who the people you're going to surround yourself yeah. with. Like, yeah. that's... Make sure you choose the right people. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, 100%. Just, if anything, just do what I do. Distance yourself. <laughs> Don't <laughs> stop talking. say it directly. <laughs> just be like, uh, yeah. And then eventually, maybe maybe when you, you have the courage, you can confront them. But yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. I will say, to. yo, confrontation, I can't do it no more. Yeah. <laughs> Since yeah, my anxiety, yeah. like, legit, I used to be not scared of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, I've dealt with some drama in high mm-hmm. school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like... I can tell someone off. Like, I'm yeah. like, let's go. You know, yeah. but now, oh my God. Like, I don't, at all costs, I will avoid it. Yeah. Like, I will literally not talk to someone for two weeks to just not have to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, I like I can't because, like, yeah. everything just comes up and I, I literally am shaking. Yeah. And, like, I haven't even talked to them yeah. yet. And I'm, like, shaking. Like, just the thought and of it. And at that point, it's like, if, you, if you're trying to cut them off, is that even worth it to, like, yeah. push exactly. it? It's like, like, it's now. Like, just, just bye. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. How would you describe your mental health in the workplace and just like in your professional career, I guess? So I do work in advertising, which is a very, unfortunately, burnout heavy industry. Mm -hmm. Like I know too many of my colleagues who left on burnout. Like it's, and it's, it's a thing. And I think it's not just advertising, a lot of marketing right now because they ask marketers to do everything. Um, so that's something that, you know, it, it does happen that work gets very overwhelming. I don't think I've ever had a calm week where I have a day that I just kind of like, Ooh, let me like clean up my desktop. You know, like, I mean, like I do overtime probably every week, but like, I like what I do. Like I I genuinely enjoy what I do. Um, so my mental health, I would say since, you know, the experiences that I've had and stuff, I just make sure to draw boundaries. So like, let's say I do do overtime, like most nights I'll work till Mm -hmm. six and maybe sometimes seven because of whatever project. But Mm -hmm. when I log off, I log off. Okay. And I have colleagues who will send emails until 11 p.m. at night, Mm -hmm. but like, I won't answer them. And it's not, it's not to be rude. It's just, it's like, I know I'm a hard worker, but I need those boundaries because if you start looping me in at weird hours of the night and stuff, I will never have the time to shut off and I will burn out because then I just feel like I've never stopped. And you know, that's happened to me like in previous roles where I just like during COVID, I was like, well, I'm going to jump on my laptop and do this so I don't have to do it tomorrow. But then I I didn't have any off time, you know, and and that is really draining at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. So my mental health now is in a much better place. Do Mm -hmm. I still have anxiety episodes at work? Sure. Sometimes there's a lot going on. and Like, you know, when you just like your to-do list, you're like adding, 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 and then you shut off a meeting and you look at it and you're like, Like, how am I going to Like, there's just so much (laughs) and it's so overwhelming that like, I will spend that afternoon and I I won't do anything Mm -hmm. because I'm just so overwhelmed Overwhelmed. by what's on my list, which is so dumb. But it's so counterproductive. You're like staring at your to-do list. I'm I'm like, like, I have so many things, but I don't even know what to start. Yeah, Yeah. and then you're like, oops, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah, but like, so I've had episodes where, you know, I get very anxious and I'm like overwhelmed, but honestly, I will like message one of my colleagues and be like, I'm going for a walk. Like I need a minute. Yeah. And I come back and then I'll organize my shit. But like, I take that time that yeah, I need. Exactly. I take my lunch hour every day. Same. Yeah. Very I tell that. I tell all my coworkers, I'm like, you better be on lunch. Yeah. Like, you better be yeah. taking your lunch. Because I know so, uh, all of my coworkers, like, they don't take lunch. And I'm like, oh my you God, need to take that guys. But But yeah, so I really make sure to put those boundaries in place. Because, you know, even if I'm getting messages and whatnot, yeah. I know that I need that lunch hour because I won't eat. If yeah. I work through lunch, I literally forget to eat. Yeah. And, like, then I didn't eat and then my health is taking a toll. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I think it's all about putting those boundaries in place. If you need to work a little bit longer, work a little longer. But yeah. don't don't log on at every hour of the night exactly. and start answering Teams messages at 10 p.m. Like, personally, oh you won't find me doing that unless okay. there's an emergency. Yeah, You exactly. know, because, like, I won't sustain a long time if I do that yeah exactly it has such a big domino effect too like you said like just taking that one hour lunch break will help you have like a great next two days probably rather than doing work during lunch break and you know having a panic attack or going through an anxiety episode Mm -hmm. just because you didn't take your one hour lunch break Mm -hmm. yeah because when you feel like you haven't stopped 
then your body, like, and I mean, you know, it's just, I always tell myself, I'm like, Alex, it's just a nine to five. Like, because I did so much in That's the past, yeah, like exactly. I was working nine to five and going to school and doing associations yeah. and case comps. I'm like, it's yeah, just yeah. a nine to five. But like, when this is now your life, yeah, you do need to have a good exactly. routine and put those boundaries exactly. in place. Yeah. And you did all of those things, but it wasn't the healthiest either no. and that's why that's why <laughs> no no know? no don't do all those things <laughs> exactly so even though like oh you've done it but it doesn't mean it's necessarily like right for you to do all of that and not take breaks yeah everyone needs breaks and it's healthy but i also think in the workplace sometimes i feel like even nowadays it's not that accepted to like vocalize your mental health issues or like cuz now it's becoming more open to be like okay look i have uh this issue so this is how i work best you know i'm not like neurotypical or like off the traditional sense of like uh, a working schedule now it's becoming more open but i feel like people will not um vocalize it right away when they're starting a new job or anything mm-hmm. like that and also i feel like jobs workplaces don't have it set up to where it could accommodate you either you know it's still very like traditional so feel like that needs to change i think yeah. it also depends on the company yeah, right? because exactly. some companies like I'm, I'm lucky the agency i work in yeah. does really value mental health and mm-hmm. it's like they've given us even more money in the past two years because of covid mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. like mental health benefits yeah. and like m- like my therapy's covered by mm-hmm. my insurances and stuff because they value that and because it's so burnout heavy exactly. they don't want burnout yeah. like yeah, exactly. they're not saying come out here and burn out <laughs> yeah. like no yeah. no one wants that yeah. you know so i mean i think because of that as well, like, my supervisor even told me, like, raise your hand if you feel like you're going to burn out. Like, yeah. you've got to flag that because yeah. we don't want that and yeah. we will find solutions together. Yeah, but I think really yeah. the issue is less so, let's say, in the companies. The issue is more so society because we feel weak if we're going to yeah. raise our hand. Yeah. Like, you know? So, I mean, I think I've had periods where I was almost going to burn out and mm. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to raise my hand, you know? Yeah. But I am going to ask for a week of vacation. Yeah. So then I'll take some time off and okay. see if I'm okay yeah. when I come back. But yeah. it is for tricky. Sure. Like, I, I have never told anyone when I got hired, I have an anxiety disorder. Yeah. Like, you don't want to tell it, yeah. right? Because it's And then the way that they might, ha- they might have, like, an opinion of you after that, even yeah. though they don't want to, it might just be like... Yeah. Or they're they're act, they'll act yeah. differently, not ask you for a lot of things they think it's gonna there's a it's lot of tricky. stuff that goes it's into it it's definitely tricky like yeah. it's normal that people are influenced by that yeah. but like I said you know the colleagues that I did have who did leave on mental health leave it's 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 taken well like yeah. so I will say on that end I think employers are getting more and more used to like yeah. we yeah. need to accommodate this and we need to be respectful and mm-hmm. be open minded about it so you know if my colleague did say like I need to take some time yeah. they're like that's okay prioritize your mental health we yeah. want you to come back yeah. well so yeah. take your time yeah. you know and so like I think there are companies that are good if you work for a company that is not valuing your mental health it's time to go because yeah, that is toxic that yeah. is not going to be a good place for you to grow exactly. if they look down on any mental illness yeah. like and no job is worth that no, for sure. no. we've said yeah. this like yeah i don't know even where i'm working currently they they value mental health they'll give like even my boss she's always like if you need a day off yeah. don't tell me why you can take the day just off that's take it. it people don't have cried it. in our team meetings yeah. we have weekly check-ins like they we really try to promote as much as we can to like take care of ourselves yeah. and also like company wide we have a rule like don't email between 6 p.m. and 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, no one's going to answer you. At lunch from 12 to 1, you're yeah. not expected to answer, yeah. even though people still do. Exactly. But that's more on us yeah. than, like, the company. But, like, I'm happy to see that more and more companies are promoting yeah. that you exactly. have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I hope everyone just starts to do that because it's really important. And yeah. it's yes. it has a big... Like, even I'm scared, like, going to the workforce. I'm like, yeah. what if I tell them that, like, I... I have this about me that may like take me longer to do tasks like are they gonna Mm -hmm. take it well like I'm like I'm definitely not saying that anytime like at the beginning because I don't want to throw them off but it sucks that you have to feel that way it sucks that you don't want to say it right off the bat you know but at the same time like it does not define who you are so you can also try your best and if it becomes an issue then Then you should feel comfortable to bring it up yeah exactly do you oh sorry before we go on do, do you think that um it's gotten worse because we're working from home now than working. Do you do hybrid system? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I think what's gotten worse, I think probably burnout has gone up because of this, because we have no more boundaries. Yeah. And that's why I really try to put in my boundaries yeah. because it's like, 
I, at the beginning of COVID, I didn't have any and yeah. I was working late and I was taking my laptop in all the different parts yeah. of the house and you know, like that, like, no, now yeah. I have my space where I work. Mm -hmm. I have never taken my laptop into my bedroom because yeah. I do not want to have my work where I sleep yeah. and I try now the office is open again. Yeah. So now I'll go into the office like three times a week because mm -hmm. that creates a boundary for me because yeah. I will not open my laptop when I come home from yeah. work right. now, you know? So I yeah. think like, but I, a lot of people are still working from home always because they just prefer it and like yeah. that's fine but like you know it is an issue for me the fact that people are working such crazy hours because yeah. they work from home because yeah. then I'm getting all these emails and even yes. though you mm -hmm. don't expect me to answer I'm seeing that you're yeah. working and like uh, there's like a little voice in my mind yeah. that makes me feel like I should get on I'm getting like yeah nervous. I do this thing yeah, sometimes yeah. I know my coworkers are listening but I do this thing sometimes <laughs> that I'll leave my teams open to make it look like I'm still on because I see they're still on even oh, though I'm because like I I take the boundary for myself and like I've told them like f between five and five thirty I don't want to keep working yeah. so that's the time I'm gonna get off but I'll keep my teams on because I'm like I, they're, don't they're still working feel, so like, I don't know am I supposed to be working yeah but, like, like the outcast of like nah yeah. you should feel guilty no like, I know but it's like an for internal this many thing. hours I'm not volunteering no one yeah. cares. Yeah. That's very true as yeah. well. But I do think that like the lack of respect of boundaries has mm -hmm. become an issue for yeah. me. For me, it's not like my colleagues, it's yeah. the clients. The clients uh, expect 24 seven yeah. because well, we know you're home with your laptop yeah. so you can do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's really tricky because you're trying to balance client expectations, right. but like, yeah, I'm next to my computer. So yeah. like, yeah, I could do it if to it's urgent. YouTube, Whereas in the past, YouTube. but in the past we couldn't do it. Yeah. It's going to have to be Monday. We don't have our computers, right. but now the expectations are changing. It's yeah. hard to say no yeah. because we can do it, but we choose not to because of boundaries, but like we can, and you yeah. always have to please, please the client. So it's, you know, sometimes <sighs> it becomes really hard. And I, yeah. like I have I don't enjoy that. Like yeah. that's that's a part of you know the post COVID world that I'm not 100%. liking very much because yeah. I'm starting my career and I started it during COVID unfortunately yeah. and I will never know what healthy work life balance is yeah. because yeah. of this. Like yeah. I will never know what it is to leave your computer at the office and to to know that no one will ask you anything. Yeah. I have my computer with me sometimes when I go home to my parents. Let's say I'll bring my work computer in no, case someone needs no. something because yeah. they're gonna expect it from me even if it's just like like five minutes yeah. to do something real quick. Well, they're going to expect me to have my computer yeah, near yeah. me because it's exactly. at home with me. Right. But like, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'll never know what it is to have your work computer at the office. Yeah. And I, it makes me sad because <laughs> I think that was genuinely yeah. work-life balance was when yeah, you could just be like, I'm on vacation. I'm yeah, out of service. But yeah. now it's like, what do you mean you're out of service? Like, the fact you know? that we're connected online and now it's even oh, it's easier so to work like they've yeah. come off the whole system because of the pandemic yeah. it's like it's oh, tricky no. it, like i work in social too so it's yeah, like 24 yeah. 7 like, yeah. yeah social's the worst that's yeah. why it's like you a never-ending well, job oh yeah so like in my previous role i was doing community management on weekends too because someone has to <gasps> yeah. so like that was well no but i mean it, it sucks I though know. because yeah. it's like i miss the world when like i can't do that my, yeah. my computer's at the office yeah and it won't fully ever i feel like revert back to how it was so. because they no. found a system where we can work 24 yeah. 7 which, which is why we need to put in the boundaries yeah, you know exactly. and i've done a lot better since all of this yeah i don't work weekends anymore yeah, don't good, worry yeah. but like yeah i realized there was a little too much at the beginning that i was like oh like yeah okay cool because, yeah, because you were i felt like, like i you know my yeah. computer's here i need to have like no, it was also now like, I stopped bringing my computer with me on weekends yeah, and now yeah. I'm like, I'm allowed my personal time exactly. and we all need to do that or else we will all burn out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I feel like also at the beginning of COVID, because like we didn't have much to do, people were just like, exactly. you're not doing you anything anyway, do. so yeah. why don't you just yeah. keep working? Why don't you finish And this is why I would like, work super late and yeah. stuff because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it tomorrow. Like, exactly. whatever. It's, what am I going to do tonight? Watch Netflix? Like, yeah. right? Yes, watch Netflix. <laughs> yes, watch Netflix. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Set boundaries, everybody. We love boundaries. <laughs> I feel like that's... A, I always say we that always, because Every true. episode now, we're like, you better be setting those boundaries. Because I feel like I didn't even know the definition of a boundary. Like, in a couple... Like, a, like maybe a couple months ago, I was like, oh, yeah. oh I never really, like... You don't think about okay. it until it's said, I feel. And I feel like I have a lot of, like, people-pleasing personally. Mm. So then I was like, what is a boundary? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh... Yeah, gonna set that. Yeah. yeah, a Canadian woman in the workplace. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Smiley face! Exclamation, Exclamation point! Exclamation. Sorry! Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you think there's like a scale uh, of how everyone feels anxiety, or is it just more black and white? Like you either have it or you don't. And obviously, there's different, like if it's an actual, Types. like a disorder, or you're just feeling anxious, like 
So yeah. I don't I know. I think, yeah, there's definitely a difference there. Anxiety, I will say, like, I personally feel like that should be used if you have an anxiety disorder. disorder. Because then, like you said, it takes away from people who do have an anxiety yeah. disorder. Because if people are like, oh, I was feeling a lot of anxiety this morning, but they were just stressed. Exactly. Like, you need to know that difference. Yeah. You know, so I think, like, you can be anxious. I think yeah. a lot of people mm -hmm. can be anxious, but it doesn't it's necessarily not... mean anxiety, anxiety, even though it yeah. is part of it. Yeah. yeah. That's not all. Right? So, I mean, I do think there can be a gray area where, like, people can have a panic attack without having an anxiety disorder, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, it's definitely something that people can feel without actually having, having an illness per yeah. se. Um, but I do think, like I said before, there is really the issue of people not understanding what, anx what anxiety mm -hmm. is. And it is a little more black and white than we think yeah. because... I do believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there is a chemical imbalance when you mm -hmm. do have that disorder. Yeah. And that's why I say you can't get rid of it. Once yeah. you actually have it, like you're stuck with it and figure it out, right? Yeah. So like you got to find coping mechanisms and like this is a lifelong journey which like sucks, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I think it sucks when people like say, oh, like I had anxiety last year and it's like, what, like was not? it or was it like you had a panic attack which like yeah. absolutely sucks and like I'm not taking that away from you but Does you know mean you. yeah exactly. when I, I was so. when I was doing research it said that like panic attacks they happen often because of a trigger yeah. but if you have a panic disorder they just come whenever they want okay so oh. there is that I do oh, think wow. people that's why like I did research because yeah. I'm like I Again, I'm not a mental health professional. I don't... I just oh, know what I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your experience. Exactly. Yeah, your like, we just know what we're feeling. And, like, you go to the... You went to the doctor. You learned about it that way. I try to do research and try to learn from other people. Yeah. But at the same time, because we don't... We don't, like, get taught about this. No. So, yeah. often, we just yeah. call it what we think it is, but yeah. it's not that. Yeah, what we that. hear, social media, yeah. people talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like I said, anxiety... It feels like the end of the world mm -hmm. it feels like you're dying which i know sounds so dramatic but like you're literally valid, checking your you vitals yeah. to like such an extent where you yeah. think you have a heart arrhythmia you ha you're having literally a like a, yeah. a, a heart attack yeah. like you mm -hmm. think because it feels like your chest is coming like your 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 heart's gonna come out of your mm -hmm. chest you know so like yeah. you like i my anxiety has made me puke mm -hmm. it has made me had like bad diarrhea which is yeah. not so yeah. cute sorry yeah. guys but it's it has okay, made me though, yeah. have like horrible headaches yeah. like like neck pains, back pains, like, yeah. you know, like it, yeah. it has triggered into my physical health yeah. sometimes. And so that's why personally, sometimes I have a hard time when people say when they were stressed, they had a big exam and they're yeah. like, oh, it's giving me so much anxiety. I'm yeah. like, no, it's making you really stressed. I'm yeah. sorry for that. And exactly. it sucks. But like I've experienced exam stress and I've experienced anxiety. Yeah. It's not the same thing, yeah. you know? So like, that's where I think people do need to take the time to kind of ask themselves and you 100% could have anxiety and you mm -hmm. just haven't been diagnosed and please go to therapy yeah. and see someone who can let you know and guide you through that but like I think people use it way too lightly like don't yeah. interchange the words stress and I think people yeah. think they can just like interchange them mm -hmm. they mean the same thing exactly just, oh, and like yeah. that's why I felt super alone at first because mm -hmm. I'm like this is an anxiety yeah. because I'm dying and you felt yeah. stress and now yeah. you're feeling anxiety. So I'm like, well, if they're both the same. Like, and I 100% was part of the problem in the yeah. past. I didn't know what anxiety was. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so anxious because of this, that, whatever. Yeah. But now it, no. Know. Like now that I know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never making that mistake yeah, again. Because exactly. like, that's why I felt alone. Because yeah, exactly. had I known what anxiety really was, I wouldn't think I was dying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, I think we do have a lot of work to, in, yeah. to do in that discussion. Because yeah. it, it does invalidate people who don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Like... If we tell them anxiety is just stress, they're going to think like there's something severely wrong, wrong with them yeah, because exactly. it's so much more than that. And that yeah. might make, take them longer to actually find out what's mm -hmm. happening with them. Yeah. I feel we like one good question maybe, which I don't know if, if we have, is but is like, parents? what does anxiety feel like? Because I don't know if I really touched on yeah, that. Yeah, anything you want to like mention that yeah. you think is important, like... You know, I'm talking about stress versus anxiety, but I don't think I really went into depth about what anxiety can feel like mm -hmm. beyond, yes, heart palpitations. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it can give you a headache, but it can actually, you're, basically what's happening is your body is doing so much mm -hmm. when you have anxiety or when you're having like an attack, for example, it's overworking itself so much that like you'll get spots in your vision. You can get dizzy. Like I've been dizzy at work to the point where I thought I was going to pass out and I needed oh. to like, you know, and it's just like a random work day. Right. Yeah. And like, you'll get super, super nauseous. Sometimes I can't eat. Is that like an um, ocular migraine type of thing? Like the vision stuff? Cause I, I don't think so. No, it's a different. Well, because I okay. I have migraines too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But then, like the spots in the vision. And the spots. It's more like when you do a shit de pression. 
Do you know what that is? Oh, like, okay. um, like pressure drop? Yeah, like okay. when you like almost pass out, okay, you know, okay, that, okay, that okay, feeling okay. you get before you vomit yeah, or like, okay. you know, like yeah, where yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. gets dark. Like sometimes yeah. that'll just happen if you're having anxiety because your body's doing so much. It's like your heart is pumping more. Oh, and shit. I didn't I think know I, that. See, I've like, had, I want to say, I feel like I've gotten that, but I don't know if it was stress. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think I've had, I thought they were ocular migraines, like, twice, but not that I'm, like, diagnosing myself with anxiety, no, <laughs> but uh, my doctor was like, no, it's not that, but I'm like, bro, I got, I couldn't see, then I vomited, like, I felt super dizzy, I vomited, like, once happened at work, once happened, oh, I super random, yeah, that. it was, like, God. after I went skating, like, some random stuff, and I'm very sensitive, like, anyways whatever but, but i think like, it's, it's it's these things like yeah. play into it and that's yeah. something that people don't know no. that like, yeah, like anxiety is, is physical too yeah. because whatever's happening mentally where you're overthinking and then maybe you are you're not sleeping because yeah. of that you're not eating because of that and then it does have a lot of other ramifications on your body but i think one of the worst parts about it is yeah. just the feeling of when you really having anxiety straight up I'm not talking about a panic attack necessarily yeah. just like you're kind of in the aftermath of it and you're just still anxious and yeah. like the jitters is yeah. what they call it really but essentially it's the feeling of wanting to crawl out of your own skin and just be outside of your body because like God, it feels so incredibly uncomfortable so okay. like you yeah. know it's like you feel like you're not pain wise but it feels like you're on a bed of nails because you're just like I can't yeah. you know yeah so it's like a very difficult feeling to explain but yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I mean when I say, like, stress is different because yeah. I've had stress before and, and it hasn't caused that. that. Like, it yeah. makes you have the butterflies in your stomach, right? Yeah. Anxiety is that you always have the butterflies and it feels like you're about to jump off a cliff. Like, yeah. that, like, that, you know, mm -hmm. feeling when, like, yeah. it goes up type of thing. But, like, random times of the day. Like, it's not it, fun. It's not always, like, yeah. a result of something yeah. specific. It could just happen. Exactly. Right? Okay. So it's not necessarily, you know, like, butterflies is like, oh, you get a cute text from someone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, no. Like, <laughs> the butterflies is just always. It's you're, like, trying to fall asleep. Yeah. And you're like, bitch, I'm not oh, falling yeah, off a cliff yeah. right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, there's, and that, that's just me. Like, I think everyone has yeah. very different situations. I know some people, sure. it's, like, really bad stomach aches sometimes. And, like, it can affect their digestive system. That's happened to me, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's so much deeper than just a feeling of stress right, and I think yeah. that's something that like to emphasize on yeah that. and I know when I made those little Instagram stories and I talked about like some of my symptoms yeah. and I was saying that people were like I have that too yeah. okay like I thought I was crazy yeah. like you know and so and of course there's the heart rate that's just stupid yeah. like my resting heart rate it, <laughs> I have an Apple watch that is either a good or a bad <laughs> thing if you have anxiety yeah. <laughs> some people do not want a smartwatch yeah. but like my resting heart rate is always at around like hot like 90s okay. like that's bad like yeah, it's supposed okay, to be 70 yeah. ish okay. i think and it's like 99 like most yeah, of the time wow. which is like messed up i kind of want to go to a doctor and be like so am i good what's happening <laughs> so i always get checked and they're like you're fine and i'm like are you sure are you? Yeah. <laughs> so if you're monitoring your heart rate like um constantly and you see that it's very high then obviously that's something you should get checked out like if it's, I don't know, because then if it's like, anxiety, it's anxiety. And it, sometimes it gets dismissed. And sometimes okay. I kind of wonder like, but do I have a heart condition? Yeah. Or is it just while well, you're labeling me with anxiety? So yeah. it's like, yeah. that's normal. Mm -hmm. You know? So like, so then there's the anxiety of that yeah. and wondering like, <laughs> so much, some people yeah. have health anxiety and I'm very grateful I don't have oh. that. Mm -hmm. That's when every single thing, like you feel, so, you see something weird, yes. you Google it and like you fall down the rabbit hole yeah. of yeah. like, uh, what it's a hypochondriac or something? I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between that and like health anxiety. I think, but oh, anyway, okay, it's pretty okay. much the same thing. I think. Yeah. Uh, again, not an expert, but yeah. like I know I have people that I know who have that, and like I oh that's that's oh brutal. Like I'm able to like like rationalize what's mm -hmm. happening to me and like blame it on certain things. Like oh I ate something funny. Like maybe that's just yeah. it. you yeah. know. But like some people they now can't that do know. that. It's like yeah. too much for them, and they mm -hmm. need to know am I dying? And yeah. it's you know, and it's very real for them. It's like an incredible fear. So mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different types of anxiety. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's so, what I was gonna say. There's so many different types. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to know what are your go-to like coping mechanisms when you when you go through these like anxiety episodes like. If people can relate, maybe this would help them too. I think for me, there's two different compartments to that. There's first of all, what I do in my everyday life to just reduce the anxiety mm -hmm. I have in my life. And that's coping tools that I got from like my therapist yeah. and just things in my routine. And mm -hmm. then there's the coping mechanisms of like, okay, your girl like is severe, panicking yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, bring me down the ledge, you know? Yeah. So uh, in terms of like my everyday life and whatnot, it's about keeping a good routine like I said like I'll try going to the office to make good boundaries and mm -hmm. stuff like that but also 
taking time every day or like multiple times a week, mm -hmm. if it's not every day, to do something for you mm -hmm. and to do something that, you know, brings you peace, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So like for me, every day I'll try to do one of multiple things. Yeah. Either I will paint mm -hmm. or I will color mandalas mm -hmm. or I will go for a walk in the morning or I'll play some ukulele before bed. Like one of those things I'll try to do every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like journaling mm -hmm. as well. Like I'll try to do one of those every day and honestly sometimes I don't do it and sometimes I can do a few, which is great. Yeah. But I'll try to do one of them because it kind of helps me stay grounded. Yeah. And it's like something that it's not just me watching TV and like then you go to bed and you're like, oh, I feel like I did nothing all day. Like, yeah. you know, like it's something that brings you a little like moment of, you know, yeah, peace. Yeah. And it's it's something that also makes your brain work a yeah. little bit too. Yeah, exactly. So that's something like in my everyday life and also cutting out caffeine. Mm was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm big sorry. one. Um ever since I cut out caffeine 3 years ago, like I literally have not had any. So and this is the matcha story now. Yes. yes. Okay. Cuz it has some caffeine. <laughs> so, like when I say caffeine, I mean all caffeine. I don't yeah. mean coffee. I don't yeah. like yeah. everything Anything that has contains yeah. caffeine. So I have not drank a Red Bull or an energy yeah. drink yeah. in 3 years. I haven't had a cup of coffee in 3 years. I haven't had a black tea, yeah. green tea, white tea. Yeah. All the teas, no, like yeah. all I drink now is uh, herbal teas okay. or rooibos tea because those are caffeine free. Yeah. I have started now to be able to deal with decaf. Okay. Decaf has a little bit, a bit of, caffeine of caffeine still. So at the beginning it was still too much for me. Mm -hmm. And now, like I said, I'm doing better because I have like more coping, yeah. coping mechanisms and stuff. And so now I can have like a little bit of caffeine in like decaf drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, but that means like no more boba, which <laughs> makes oh, me cry. Tea. That was like Alex's go to everywhere uh, in, in a meeting after. The willpower I have. <laughs> bunnies, um, bubble tea. Bunnies, boba. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's bunnies and boba. That's and what I know he did. Exactly. <laughs> bunnies, and boba, and, and Austria. I love that. And Austria. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. All the things I love. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I mean, I think those are things that help me a lot. And even in terms of nutrition, like, if you do have anxiety, you'll notice some foods will trigger it okay. and it sucks. But like for me, a lot of sugar will mm -hmm. or uh, stinky cheese, which is like really weird. Like an ice It's really interesting or... to me. I didn't know the I, cheese. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. So my sister asked for nutritionist and it's because there's a lot of bacteria in stinky cheese. Oh. And for some reason, like that like could have, it. yeah, which oh is God. like random. Yeah. But so I can have like a few pieces, but like I can't eat as much stinky cheese as I used to. But yeah, so that's the stuff that I do um, kind of like every day okay. type of thing and yeah. things that help me for that. Also, therapy. Mm -hmm. That's always recommended. Yeah, that for anything. I feel like that should be every like a single person part. should go to therapy, exactly. honestly. It yeah. doesn't matter if you have anxiety, depression, like, or you're just perfectly healthy inside and out. It's nice to just go talk to therapy. To a professional yeah. about yes, we anything. all have traumas we have to deal exactly. with. Exactly. All of us. Yes. So. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You shouldn't but for me, it's just great because it's like you go in, this <laughs> sounds bad, but you go in like dump everything. Yeah. Just like word vomit and you don't realize how much lighter you are afterwards. Sure. So it's really helpful. Exactly. Um, I used to go like when I was in the bulk of it, like I went every week mm -hmm. and then I went down to like once or twice a month and yeah. then once a month for like last year and then this year now it's once every like two months, yeah. three months. Okay. My therapist you're is like, you're the it. only person I know who books her therapy session three months like, in advance. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, like just it's me like, and her calendar. Whatever works for you. Well, yeah, because yeah, exactly. it's like, you know, I want to keep my therapist, exactly. but I don't need to go all the time. It's expensive mm -hmm. too. So, you exactly. know, like you yeah. want to stay mindful of that and you don't always have plenty to mm -hmm. talk about, exactly. but it's still good and healthy to go and like have right. someone to talk with. Yeah. Um, but then the things that I do in the moment, like if I'm actually like dealing with anxiety, like panic attack and whatnot, basically anything that can help you feel grounded because it kind of feels like you're floating almost. Um, but so what I do in like an anxiety episode would be, first of all, like there's breathing exercises you can do at the same time. I'm kind of like, that's full of crap because like when you're in it, like no breathing amount of breathing doesn't... exercise will help, yeah. but you can still try. So basically the method that I use is I'm very visual. So I'll visualize it. It's like you breathe in, draw the line upward. Then you hold your breath. You draw a line this way. Mm -hmm. Then you breathe out. Is it that like four this? or five second thing? Yeah, and then you hold and you make a square. Oh. So you just do this square oh. again and again and again. In it helps you focus on something. The visual exactly. helps. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's that. Um, there's another technique that, like, I forget it now because I, it didn't work so much for me, but it does mm -hmm. work really well for some people where it's like you have to think of five things you can see, four things you can uh, hear, three things you can touch, mm -hmm. two things you can smell, and one thing 
I don't know what's the other sense. <laughs> but, uh, taste. Uh, yeah. Taste. taste yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just think of that and that grounds you because again, it takes your mind off whatever is going on that's yeah. making you panic. You're like present. It makes exactly. you. Yeah. Exactly. I think so, you spoke about that in our. I was think in new? our, when, when we did it, Leanna, no? With our... Yeah, uh, we, we had an episode on, like, how to be more present, present and I think yeah. that came up also. Just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's just being, like, in your environment yeah. and being aware of what's around you, so that's one thing that helps too, but also, like, I started taking CBD oil, that's mm-hmm. helpful. I've heard that, um, I, I have friends too have, who have taken it, yeah, and a lot of people it, it helps for sure. Honestly, like, I, and I wasn't a big fan of, like, I... Last time I smoked weed, like, a long time ago. So it was, like, and I had a bad experience yeah. and everything. So, like, yeah, I didn't it, really it want to touch it too much. Well, that's smoking. it. Like, yeah. I, I used to smoke, like, a little bit more. And then I stopped for a while because of my anxiety. Then I did again. And then I had another anxiety yeah. attack. And I was like, I'm not doing this yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, so I was, rec- I, w- I was a little bit reluctant to trying CBD because mm-hmm. it is weed. Yeah. Um, but, honestly, the CBD oil, there's, like, no THC in it. Oh, so it's okay. just you put drops under your tongue hold it for like 30 seconds and then you yeah. swallow it with water or whatnot and like it actually helps me it just like calms me down it doesn't veg me out to yeah, the point yeah. of like no return but it, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. just like okay I can fall asleep yeah. now type of thing oh, okay. um yes. at the naturist I found Cervalin which mm-hmm. is like it's a yellow bottle okay. it's like a syrup mm-hmm. that actually helps me quite okay. a bit too so would recommend if anyone okay. is looking into yeah it's like a little bottle for like I want to say 20 bucks okay. and like there's plenty of teaspoons in that so oh, okay. like lasts a long time uh, I recently got ashwagandha, which is uh, a herb that also calms you. Like, listen, yeah. I've tried everything. St. Yeah. John's wort is a natural supplement that I very much recommend. And I have okay. some friends who unfortunately recently started having anxiety episodes yeah. and I gave them some of mine and it helped them. So oh, it's not okay. just me. So it's like little capsules of like a natural herb. Mm-hmm. But I will say it unfortunately interferes with birth control. Um, so that's the shitty part. Yeah. yeah. So many complications. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'm so curious to know if I get off birth control, what the heck my mental state will be. Honestly, will it be better? Like I'd love to find out. Person. I'd love to find out. <laughs> like my personality switched. <laughs> I'm telling She's like, you. I'm a whole different no, person. No, seriously. Like there's so many parts that I'm like, yeah. before birth control, you I hear, wouldn't be like this. Oh, we yeah. should do a whole episode on uh, birth control. We're, ha- we're gonna have a girl talk episode actually in this season. Yeah, so sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, so I think like birth control might play a big role in that as well. You know, maybe sure. maybe I would be cured if I got off of it. Who knows? But mm. it's it's happened that a lot of people have gone to on birth control and they develop anxiety yeah. because of it, and wow. it's just it blows my mind That's that horrible. a pill can do that to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, there's a pill out there for men, but they don't want it because of the zits. Okay, cool. So kind of to end off the episode um do you have any like just general tips for those struggling with anxiety uh whether it be anxiety like thinking they have an anxiety disorder or just questioning like what's going on with them like literally go to therapy <laughs> no but like <laughs> that's every, every episode go to the- <laughs> like, no but I, I know it's not that accessible for yeah. yeah but i know it's not that accessible to everyone so i'm also not going to say that because that's kind of like a privileged answer that like yeah. i have a therapist it's easy for me to go yeah. to therapy yeah. you know um but also just talk to people because yeah. i didn't realize that some of my best friends were literally dealing with anxiety yeah. Yeah. when i was and yeah. i was like crying myself to sleep because i thought i was alone and mm-hmm. like i didn't know how to yeah. solve it and i didn't know how to move forward with it right, yeah. i was like i'm broken now like yeah. that's what it felt like yeah. but now looking back i'm like three years later like i'm okay i'm not cured i'm still yeah. dealing yeah. with it every day but it's a lot easier than it was and yeah. it's like talk about it to people and don't feel ashamed because yeah. that's the saddest thing to me that people feel ashamed, ashamed of it yeah, you know because yeah. there is there shouldn't be any shame in it yeah. I don't think so um but yeah so definitely talk to your friends to like whoever and if you hear anyone say it's not serious or like downplay someone's experience with depression or cut with anything well not just cut them off but like put them Educate in their place them. yeah exactly. because you know i've been in conversations with people like mm-hmm. our parents age who are yeah. like oh like get over it nah, that's not a real problem yeah but it is like it if, really if someone is. could potentially get to the point where they want to end their life like yeah. take that seriously, seriously. yeah okay yeah. yeah don't let anybody tell you it's not serious no. like don't even exactly. give them the power and yeah it is serious a lot of people deal with it too which is shocking so you know don't uh, don't judge a book by its cover and definitely talk to your friends especially like in today's day and age like everyone puts out their best selves on social media so you don't know what they're going through even like people that are mean for no reason yeah 
Like, you can just be adding fuel to the fire and exactly. it's just going to build up for them. Yeah. So, just be kind to people. Like, honestly. And just open. Just Be stop. open to the conversation. Just because you yeah. have a certain, like, perspective about something doesn't mean you're right. And that's in everything. Research. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Open the conversation. Open the conversation. I know. Because, like, like, I'm so fed up of this stigma. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous that it's so frowned upon exactly them, you know? and you were doing so much you didn't realize that that would have that result like would result in this like yeah. you didn't yo know. take care of your mental health exactly. like for real if it feels much. like too much like yeah. there it like there is you a point of no limit. return yeah. and unfortunately i'm an example of it i did too much and yeah. do i re- do i regret any of the stuff i did no i had an amazing time doing yeah. everything i did but do I regret doing it to the point where I like broke my mental health? Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, I would be able to drink a London fog today yeah. if I did it. Like, I, I miss boba. Yeah. <laughs> Do they make like caffeine? Free no, I swear. I've like emailed chat time about this. Like, <laughs> Wait, they should have that, And they though. said like they're, they're coming in like, uh, like in like Korea. Like there's like caffeine free oh, yeah. options coming soon, but in Korea you or something. Learn how to make your Taiwan, I think. Tea at Sorry. Home, like caffeine free. Uh, I know. Tea. That's so much work. <laughs> Just get the tapioca. So much work to get the bubbles. Like, yeah. Like, the bubbles. The yeah. bubbles are what have caffeine in it? No, no, no it's, it's the tea. tea. It's all but, okay. so there's like Maybe I can have I can have the QQ juice at chat okay. time. It's okay. like it's like a mango juice. Uh, like there's a few juice options, yeah. but it's not tea you know yeah. it's like i can't have like i just want a pearl milk tea but like they all have a lot Soon. of caffeine yeah. yeah so that's the end of our episode we hope you guys learned a lot uh we hope you li- enjoyed listening to alex share her story yes thank we you did. so much yeah i learned, I, I learned, I learned so, much. so much just from this one exactly car. that's one thing i was telling afi i'm like i love that we did this podcast yeah. even if we're not like like making much like we're not yeah, like, exactly. like popular or anything but it's just like for us we learn so much and like it's also like good like you were saying just to talk to someone because yeah. like there are we, our own therapy sessions exactly <laughs> like seriously <laughs> and like, yeah. i don't need to see my therapist next month like i'm good <laughs> we saved your session um but yeah but even like i i look up to you so much so obviously i don't want you going yeah. through like anxiety episodes but to know that like there is a limit to everything and like mm-hmm. You, you you do need to take care of yourself. So it's nice that you do open up and you yeah. can be an example for other people that are scared to talk about it or just be open about it. But yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah. <laughs> we'll have, of course. Bring me back. Yeah, <laughs> of course. 100%. <laughs> same, same here. Um, but thank you everyone for listening. And as usual, you guys can find all of our links. We'll put Alex's link if she wants to, if you guys want, yeah. if you want like to follow subscribe. her. Yeah, exactly. Um, And as usual, follow us on Wild Thoughts Pod on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube as well. You can leave any feedback, like, comment, share, um, and our individual. Yeah, everything everything as usual, as we always say, of course. Super repetitive. We say this every episode. Um, But yeah, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.